Hey everybody, back for another episode, Gladiator Cypher Podcast. It's your boy Chris, aka Pseudonym Slim. I'm here with none other. Oh yeah, Papa Bear Nip in the building, a neighborhood alcoholic. Uh, you know, a little tired, but we good to go. New new work shift. <laughs> there you go. But we ready to roll. They're working us brothers like a slave, but yeah. hey, what can you do? Got to make the paper. Yeah. We got um Corny J in my this episode. He's off on Planet Namic training he fighting freezer <laughs> so we're gonna have a little reveal for y'all when he come back it should be pretty lit but um let's get into it we know there's a ton of music came on on friday if you're a hip-hop fan this is probably it might be one of the best weeks of the year so far might be the best week for releases yeah definitely since the pandemic yeah mm-hmm. yeah since the, well, since the band, pandemic started yeah it's yeah it was way too much to listen to to me i don't <laughs> Yeah, I was able to stream a lot when I was at work and whatnot, so I was I was definitely surprised. But let's get started. Uh, one of the the biggest releases, uh, Lil Baby and uh, Lil Dirk, Voice and the Hero, dropped over the weekend. Uh, Nip, did you get a chance to listen to this one? I did listen to that one. Uh, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely like Lil Baby. Uh, Dirk, I don't listen to a lot, but he's still you know pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if I gave it a rating. Uh, if my homie put it on, I've listened to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the way he can rap. They both can rap, but their voices are annoying to me, man. Like, <laughs> it's the same way, like trying to listen to like uh, I don't know Drake or Cole or something. Like, I'm not saying that they can't rap, but I just mm-hmm. like the auto tune, not whiny, but like mm-hmm. sing like the I don't know, like I and I know that's kind of hypocritical because I fuck with Bone Thug heavy, mm-hmm. but. I don't know, like, it don't sound the same. It don't give me the same feel as as, as them guys. Yeah, yeah, I can agree with that point, too. Um, I know, like, like, Baby's voice is, like, it's it's not grating, I would say, but it's not, I don't know if the ideal rap voice, which is a shame, because I feel like if that was a little bit better or he learns to kind of project a little more or something, I feel like his music would slap a bit harder. Um, Dirk, he definitely has, like, an accent you can tell. And they do kind of have that like uh, rhythmic kind of melodic flow to them, especially yeah. with Dirk more or less. Uh, he'll go into points where he's like singing the the lyrics a little right. bit more. So I don't know. I definitely was uh, impressed with Baby's performances on the song. Dirk has some good ones too, but I feel like with me personally, Dirk is kind of like a hit or miss sometimes. Like some songs I like him, he'll come and come with it. I feel like definitely on the more aggressive beats. I tend to, to like those Dirk verses more than some of the more laid back ones. So I feel like he kind of not gets lazy, but I don't know. He starts to sing too much and it takes up too much space in the bars. I'm like, I'm looking for him to, you know, come with some substance, right. not sing along to the beat and whatnot. But um, yeah. overall, I would like the project. I would rate it similar. You know, if my homie had it on, I would listen to. Uh, I don't really think it's, I'm going to go back to the project as a whole. But uh, I definitely think I would go back to a few cuts on there that I liked a lot. Um, and I do like seeing these two work together. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have different pairings of artists throughout the whole rap shebang. You know, you got Outkast, you got Meth and Red, you got different people that kind of link <coughs> up. And then they just end up having almost their own sort of catalog together, even though they might not necessarily be considered the same act. So. I think this would be a good a good branch off that tree. You know, we got Red Meth, we could have Baby and Dirk. You know, they keep releasing projects down the line. We may see them in the verses a few years from now. So I think right. that would be pretty pretty hot. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, 
good project. I didn't hate it, but I think it could have been better. But I definitely would go back and visit a, a few songs from there. Um, I would say one project I definitely was into was a Smoke Business project. And let me pull up the title for you all. His was called The Hustler's Catalog 2. Right. Um, definitely a nice project. It had a bunch of tracks on there, a bunch of features. Um, it was solid overall. Uh, Smoke Dizzard, I think he found that, that niche, that lane for him. And I feel like he's going to be able to milk that just until he retires. Like similar to Currency, um, right. similar to other people that else, similar to Rock Marcy. Ransom and them. Yeah. Yeah, Ransom. Yeah. All those individuals. Um, you know, they know how to touch their fan base. They know what beats they sound good on. They're not really trying to chase these mainstream dollars. And it comes across in the project because it's very cohesive. They're not throwing out like these home run attempts where it's either it's going to hit or miss really hard. And I can appreciate that, especially when you're like driving or doing something. It's cool to throw on in the background or you're just chilling out. Um, and I really like the project. So I would rate this probably a four. I think that's a bootleg, right, if I'm not mistaken? Right, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely bootleg this one. I enjoyed it a lot. This is probably one of my more favorite um, Smoke Desert projects here recently. I know he had a good outing last year, too. I liked a lot. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about this one? I feel the same way. Uh, I, I might... I don't know. Judging off of, uh, of, of, of the standard of copping it has to be a classic, I would have mm-hmm. to say bootleg it, yeah, but it's definitely just something... I'm definitely going back to it. I use it a lot uh, this week mm-hmm. for my, uh, like in the gym, running, yeah. working out, and all that shit. It was, mm-hmm. it was a great, yeah, it was a great joint for that. For for that, yeah, I definitely. Like, the features was hitting. It was all, yeah, you know, the game. It was the whole crew there. You know yeah. what I mean? All, all the all the dope Dylan, Dylan rappers <laughs> was in the building for the for the joint. So I, I definitely, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely. Uh, I give it a four point five since I can't give it a full. Yeah, because it's not. I don't think it's on classic level, but mm-hmm. it's definitely a, a solid project. Something I'm gonna go back to, something I can use. You know, what I mean, at work throughout the week, gym type yep. shit. Yeah, yeah. I know. Me myself, I already played it all the way through twice. Twice, um, yeah. I'm yeah about, this came I'm through. I love it. Yeah. So it's definitely gonna be something I go back and, and play. You know, when I'm kind of, you know, you had those moments, just doing something like, dang, what I want to listen to right now. Yeah. I might just scroll and see that on there and click it. So. I definitely go with that one. Um, yeah, and I, I think I would do a four point five too. Yeah, I won't call it a classic, but it's a really good album. It's so definitely album, check yeah. it out for all you Smoke Dizzle fans. Even if you're not really familiar with him, um, he's a real laid back artist, not super hype or anything like that. So it's good if you're in a chill mood, you just want to relax, or you're trying to do something and focus. I would definitely. You know what I, I what I was thinking about listening to it? Does he sound like Pusher to you? Um, now that you say that, a little bit. But I can tell them apart, like if they were on the same. Yeah, track. I can tell. Yeah, but mm-hmm. when at first I'm like, man, he sound kind of sound like push a little bit. If he threw, if he mm-hmm. threw that little that little ad lib in there, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I wouldn't be. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely would be. I'm like, I'm like that because at first I'm like, that he sounds familiar to me. Like mm-hmm. I know, like I know he's not who it is, but it, it, yeah. it, it just kind of like gave me that that push kind of kind of feel. Yeah, definitely. Um, and he kind of touches on the drug culture a little bit in his, his rhymes. Well, not a little bit, a lot. Um, yeah. But more so, I feel like with him, it's more smoking than, than the crack and whatnot. You know, Pusha is just straight crack bars the right, whole time. Right, right. Um, and I'm actually looking forward to hearing Pusha come out a little bit more uh, this year. Did he drop last year or the year before? I know he had something recently. Who, like Push? within the last two years, yeah. That was, uh, nah, that was like two years ago. Okay. 
Yeah, the last joint. That was the joint with uh no, maybe he did have something after that. I was thinking about the joint he had that had uh what would Meek do and all that, but that was like 2016. Yeah, yeah, that was um was that my name is my name or I don't know because he had that one, then he had the one with um Whitney Houston's like uh vanity. Yeah, that was like that was like 2016, 2017. Okay, okay, and I know yeah, he yeah. had something more recent than that. I can't really remember, but I know I'm definitely waiting for him to come back out um because he's one of my favorites. It's like one of the main people you know what the rap is going to be about. It's just okay, how are you going to approach it on this right. song? Like, what are you going to talk about on this one? How are you going to throw on the beat? And he's always super clever with his bar. So, yeah, oh, that was 2018. It was called Daytona. Daytona, Daytona yeah, that's yeah, what it was. Yeah, with her yeah, he hasn't had a project since then. Okay, so I'm gonna have some Lucy's yeah. in. But yeah, I mean, he, he just had a lot of a lot of features. He definitely had a, a, a verses on a lot of people's stuff. So yeah, because mm-hmm. he had a joint on uh, on Benny joint. Yep. And Kanye's don't Kanye, and right. Malice were on it, or right. No Malice now, I should say. Right. Um, oh, in the gospel album. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So we'll see. Hopefully, drop soon. Um, then we had a compilation project come out uh, from Peter Rosenberg. This was called Real Late, and he had pretty much damn near everybody from New York on this album. Um, yeah. It was hard. I liked it. Uh, I learned about some new artists I wasn't privy to beforehand. Right. Um, I like that last the last couple songs on there. They're pretty interesting. I like them. They're they're cool. I might check out those artists a little bit more. But he's got the main stage. He's got Jim Jones on there. Um, I believe Benny's on there. Um, there's just a ton of people. Uh, man, I can't even the whole the whole New York the whole New York is on there. Like there's so many names, it's hard to remember them all. Wu Tang pretty much is on there. Got the new Wu, second generation Wu's on there. I didn't even know that was a thing, so I got to do some homework now. Oh, second um, Wu? Yeah, yeah, second generation Wu. With the dude on there, I forgot his name. Uh, Yeah, I pulled it up. Like that shot his hammer off or or something like that. He was, uh, I can't think of his name right now, but he was one of the like, I think he was like one of the killer bees or something like that. Oh, shit. Hold on. Let's just. Says uh Bully the Kid or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crime map. Yeah, there's so many people on here, man. <laughs> Dang. Ghostface. We already said Jim, Mayhem, Lauren, uh Raekwon. That's who I was glad to hear from because I hadn't heard enough from him in a minute. And yeah. I, I really like him, especially with him and uh I don't think action was on there this time, was he? No. Action Bronson, yeah, but Mayhem, I I definitely and I listen, I watch all his cooking shows too. Oh yeah. <laughs> I like um Action Bronson's cooking stuff. Um, yeah. I think he kind of, I noticed I haven't seen him so much more on the urban circuits after that whole thing with uh, Ghostface. You remember he Ghostface came with that video? He was wearing the robe. It had like some, some slow jams playing. He's like, you know, you fucked up. <laughs> oh, no. I, I gotta gotta watch this you got to watch it. It's so funny. Maybe we can edit the clip in because... Um, an interview was asking Action Bronson about his comparisons to a Ghostface because you know Action sounds pretty similar to right. Ghostface when they're rapping, right. and Bronson was like, you know, yeah, but you know, Ghost ain't rapping like like this right here though, or something oh, like that. Oh yeah, yeah, I do remember. So, yeah, 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 <laughs> Ghost yeah, went yeah, in yeah. on him, and I haven't really seen him so much like on the the urban circuit. Like I haven't seen him on Breakfast Club since that. I haven't seen him do a lot of these different interviews and stuff, so. I don't know if he's kind of avoiding that section and just focusing on the music and like the vice stuff. Because I mean, I still like Action Bronson, even you know. No, he just had a he actually had a project a project in uh 
Well, he definitely is still dropping music because I just heard one of his. Yeah, like he's still been getting big. Yeah, he had a drink in 2020. Only mm-hmm. for Dolphins. Yeah, I was about to exactly. say. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I haven't seen there. him like do a lot of speaking. I, I mean, he was on Joe Rogan, but I don't consider that like an urban venue. Like, oh, you're talking, talking about urban media. Folk. Yeah, yeah no, but media. I haven't seen him on urban media. No, 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 no. Yeah, so I wonder I maybe if that's got media. something to do with it. But um, yeah, that, I've that, definitely I, seen him doing the whole the, the, on Instagram doing the workout video. He lost a lot of weight, looking yeah. good, dog. Like, yeah, doing a, all the cooking shows and all that shit. So yeah, but no, nah, yeah, you're right. I haven't seen him on any like Hot 97 and shit like that. I ain't, yeah, I don't know. And because you know that's exactly what they're gonna go to, and uh, especially like in this climate too, like the cultural appropriation, all that kind of stuff. So I wonder maybe if that's why he's trying to just like, look, I ain't even worried about that. I'm gonna just get my money and, and make these movies. Yeah, but I don't think he one of them. Me neither. I don't think so either. Yeah. But you know, the media likes to sensationalize everything, so they would be it would hurt them if they didn't bring that up because that could. Maybe he's not even regular. He's not even regular white. Well, I know you can't say regular white. I don't know. I ain't trying to be offensive, but he's from like um. He's not a, a classic Caucasoid. There. Yeah, but where's he? Where's he from? He's like from um. I think he's uh, Italian, if I'm not mistaken. Italian? He's from where? I think he's Italian. I don't know. Or Irish? No, or no, 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 no. He's like um one of them. Oh shit! Let me not. Let me use my words oh, correctly. Damn. Hold on. Let's <laughs> Google actually. Is he from like Lebanon or something like that? Let's see. Wikipedia. He's from a. I know he's from a Muslim country. Oh yeah, his birth name is Aryan Arslani. So yeah, he's Eastern European something. Yeah, it's like yeah, somewhere over there, like um, where they did taken. So one of them. Check his Slovakia. I don't know. Something, yeah, something, something like Slovakian. That, something Slovakian. Something. I'm trying to see. Damn. Well, no, he's born here. Mm-hmm. But I think his folks are from over there. Yeah, his folks. I mean, with a name like that, I'm sure. Okay. So, hey, I guess maybe they'll cut him some slack. But, I mean, like I said, I don't think nobody's really tripping off of Bronson. It's just kind of like, you know, Ghostface gave him that pow pow. So, I was like, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's Albanian. His dad is Albanian. Albanian. There you yeah. go. Yeah. And his mom is Jewish. Wow. His dad is an Albanian Muslim and his mom is Jewish. That should have been an interesting upbringing. Yeah, I'm sure it was. <laughs> and then he was, you know, raised in New York. So in New York, right? <laughs> There's a melting pot up there because you. I don't think you would get that mix anywhere else. Yeah. But um, yeah. So uh, let's see. Uh, I definitely got through that joint, the Peter Rosenberg joint. Mm-hmm. Uh, one point I know Jay with me and Jay talked about. He felt like uh, this should kind of be how Khaled should sound. Or at least certain, something closer to it. I, to mm-hmm. me, yeah, I don't really enjoy Khaled's joint, like more more recent joints. Yeah. They just they too. Uh, I put this shit. It's too pop Maybe for too me. Commercial, for me. yeah, too poppy, too commercial. Like I don't want to. Yeah, I don't like you. You got all the heavy hitters there, but it's nothing that's really like high quality. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. I would agree with that. Uh, I think as a rating, I probably put it at the same area, like the four, like four. You know, I bootleg it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's necessarily. I'll give it a couple more listens. I'm not gonna say it's not a classic yet. I mean, mm-hmm. but again, it's not. He's not the artist, so yeah. it's kind of different. You know what I mean? It's a, it's the DJ's album, so it's you know what I mean it's a little bit different. But I definitely would give it a four at, 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 at least. 
Yeah, especially because it got your boy Stove God on there too. We don't oh yeah, and I want to talk about that because Buddy need to drop another project, and mm-hmm. he he's starting to get real active on uh on Instagram. I don't know if you follow him on IG. He's definitely starting to get more active on Instagram. Okay, so I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for that joint to pop up. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'd like to see that too. Him and the dude Fleet, what's his name? Fleet Lord or something? Fleet Lord, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That song was hard. I like that one a lot. Yeah. And I think um I think Peter Rosenberg probably got a lane doing this. I know he's had projects in the past, but like you said, similar to that Khaled style, but Rosenberg knows his lane. He knows he's a New York hip hop fan. Like he knows who he can probably send a request to for a song. He knows what kind of beats that are going to work for some of the artists that he's working, you know. I don't know how in-depth and how much hands-on production he had with this project, but I think he definitely has a lane to be sort of that underground version of Khaled almost. Like, you know, he's working with some of the biggest names and even the newcomers or people that have been around but don't have as much notoriety. And he's just really following the music directly to the fans, you know, not so much worried about huge commercial success, but Maybe something putting together something where people can tour on some of the music, stuff like that. Just really that boom bap, you know, classic hip hop vibe that we got, especially that renaissance lately with the whole Griselda camp and everything, right. how the music is, is evolving. It's a little bit underground, but it's still gaining popularity. Right. Um, I think he definitely has a lane there. And I like to see more projects from him. So hopefully he can continue on. But yeah, I like it a lot. I'll give it a four. Um, I didn't like this one as much as the Smoke Desert Project or the other ones I listened to, but this was it was a good album. And I've listened to this one. Uh, twice since Friday also. So I'm definitely will probably revisit it. Um it was just man, they flooded the block this Friday with yeah. music. It's crazy. Uh what else we got? The Lloyd Banks joint. Right? Oh yeah, the Lloyd Banks. Man, you yeah. definitely have to listen to this joint. Were you ever like a Banks fan back in the day? Um to be honest, no. I wasn't like mm-hmm. I think the only person I listened to out of G Unit was uh mm-hmm. 50. Mm-hmm. Uh and I didn't know that the documentary was was under G Unit. Yeah, is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess I would have to count that too. I didn't know that uh, the game joint because it was it was such a West Coast album. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't know. Uh, cut the noise out. I didn't know. My bad. <laughs> Daddy daycare and enjoy the day. Somebody <laughs> went to come up sick, so you know we still working though. <laughs> there you go, dude. Um. Hey, what was that? Oh, I didn't know because the Santa's so West close and it was yeah. so uh, Dr. Dre heavy. I didn't even know that that was still under Gina. His Gina run was so um, was so quick. Mm-hmm. I didn't, you know what I mean? But yeah, but yeah, no, I like as soon as he came out, they they started beefing. I'm like, God dang, yeah, 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 got him up out of there. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Stay. You said but yeah, um, let me see. Yeah, I, I like the the Lloyd Banks John was really good. Uh, I wasn't a super, super huge Banks fan, but the songs that I did hear him on, I like. I remember listening to the albums. It's just, for whatever he wouldn't stay, like, in the front of my head, like, for whatever reason. I guess he didn't have as much marketing and stuff behind him as the other folks. Right. Now, this album, I definitely like it a lot. Um, I like the fact that he's bringing the third verse back, too. Like, it's a full song. He's writing full songs, not no, like, two-minute you know, one and a half verse type deal. He's got his. Yeah. I don't know. I I do like third verses, but I got ADD, man. I <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm one of them ADHD kids, man. Like I, mm-hmm. yeah. Like I every now and then, if it's if it's going, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm cool with the third, fourth verse. Or like if it's a collab joint, 
with like uh like all about the Benjamins and mm-hmm. one of them down south and like, cuts. When they yeah. threw everybody, yeah, when they threw everybody on throw some D's and all that, like oh, yeah, I'm yeah. cool with it. But like a whole album with three, four verses on it, I don't know if I don't know if I got it. You gotta sit this is yeah. I mean I was I'm gonna listen to it though, because if it's good, it's good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like whatever, but I know I got like even with Dirk and Lil Baby, like I think I had to chop that up into two listens because it's like yeah, what 17 songs or something like that. It was it was it was hefty. So, it was starting to yeah. drag for me too. But um yeah. I like this one because he's got different songs on there. Um the lyrics is top notch for sure. But uh it, I was impressed by his choruses too, like the, the songs that he wrote. Um I feel like they came together well and it's apparent on the project. I think he's been working on this one for a while. He didn't have too many features on it. It might have been like one or two folks yeah. on the whole project, but it was it was good. I enjoyed it. This was probably my favorite out of everything that came out on Friday. So okay. I would definitely recommend those out there to uh, listen to it. I feel like it's probably it, this might be his best album. Yeah, I don't know if it's enough to call it a classic, but um, the only thing I think it probably lacks is like that that single. Like if you had to try and pick a single for me, it would be hard um to figure out which one he might come out the gate with. I know there's one in particular called Stranger Things. He's kind of talks. A lot of people are speculating, talking about his relationship with Fifty. Mm-hmm. On that one, um, that that might be one, but I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. I'll probably give this a four point four point seven. I wouldn't necessarily say it's a classic, but it's up there for me. So it was a real strong showing by Banks. I hope he continues to release music because this was dope. Oh man! So we're wrapping up the music here. And we got, uh, let's see, some more heat for JT coming from Swiss Beach, you know, during that versus. And we actually touched on this a couple pods ago, if you all remember. Uh, we were talking about our culture versus vulture segment and, and bringing up some some white artists who kind of had a lane, you know, some urban music. And we definitely talked about Justin. So now it's just coming to the forefront. You know, here we are. Did you watch again. that whole versus? No, I didn't even watch a piece of it. Oh, I just saw like one clip. <laughs> when uh, what's his name was playing Pony, it was acting like he's gonna take his shirt off. What's his name? Uh, Timberland. Oh, oh okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was playing Pony, acting like he was gonna take his shirt off. And so he looked like he dropped some weight too. I'm like, good for you, Timbo. That's he cool. always been one of them workout dudes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that was good I to see. When he first had the first. Like, he came out with the the brolic. I'm about to beat somebody's ass shoulders. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because before he was a little hefty, then he came yeah, back and we yeah. had that song with like Nelly Furtado and everything. Yeah. He came on that war show, he was yoked up. Oh, okay. Yeah, him so and uh, who else fluctuate like that? Him and Buster. Yeah, him and Buster <laughs> definitely fluctuate like that. Like they get chunky and then bring it back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's funny, funny. Yeah, but yeah. I, I really, I don't know. I mean, I feel like both producers had a point. Um, for what I've heard about the conversation, uh. I think JT could do more probably for the culture. Um, I don't think it's necessarily somebody's responsibility to contribute if they're taking you know, at the end of the day, music is business too. And to me, it's like you almost got to check the people that are working with the individual. If you feel like somebody's a, a vulture or something like that, I mean, you know that their nature, if you're going to think, if you think of somebody as a vulture, that's their nature to be a vulture. So in my head, I would kind of look at the people around him that are enabling that kind of stuff to go on versus attacking the individual. Cause uh, 
so all right so my question is what would he have to do what is what 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 would he have to do to put back into the culture and that's another question people have too like, right because you're saying oh you got to do more you got to do this like do you want him to say a speech that's not going to change nothing yeah like, do you want him to donate money somewhere that could help you know maybe fundraise or do something like do you want him to change you know the the racist structure here in America. You know, just well, I think the, all the I think laws. The and stuff, that, that you can only do so much. I think I think the main one that got everybody hot is when he kind of left uh, Janet. Yeah, when he like kind of left Janet out there, and then like mm -hmm. it's been all these years, and then like he gets invited back, mm -hmm. and she still doesn't, and then he doesn't speak about it or say anything or have her back until. Mm -hmm. You know, the public, the public, yeah, the public outlash about it. So it's like, all right, mm -hmm. on that token, I get it. But when we talk about like, like these white artists that come into like an urban space, it's like, mm -hmm. what is expected of them for them not to be a vulture? But exactly, but I see it from both sides because it's also putting like we've seen so many um styles of art get taken from the yeah. like. When you talk about like Elvis stealing rock, not stealing, but um, pretty much getting all the money and celebrity of being a rock and roll artist, mm -hmm. but stealing like the style and musical, you know what I mean, style from 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 other people, you know, like Chuck Berry and stuff like yeah. that. Um, yeah. Cool. Um, so I get it from I get it from that point of view. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. My bad, dog. One second. Yeah, Very good. Calm down. Dig me. Will somebody take the cool off? Chill. Sure. My bad, dog. You good? Damn. Testosterone start early. <laughs> just look me in my face like he like I'm not about to do nothing. Like <laughs> tripping. So you know you gotta go to sleep. Like, like, cool, like, all that cool, man. The head should come first. Like, but hey. <laughs> oh man, cool, that's funny. Up in this that McDonald's man, they be getting them. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's funny. So, oh, might have to edit that out before. Uh, <laughs> Why I oughta. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's funny. But yeah, uh, I agree. With you. I could see both points too. My thing is like, okay, when people come into the culture, if they're white, I give them the benefit of the doubt. Like, okay, come in. You kind of see how they act. You know, when they do interviews or whatever, are they kind of not saying that they have to do something? Specific, but are they kind of paying homage, you know, where it's due, or you know, like are they coming in being a little bit more humble, knowing that you're coming into a black space, stuff like that? Like, is the music good? One, like how they kind of move in the public and stuff. I take a look at all those things. And to me, if they're not doing anything flagrant, I don't necessarily consider them a vulture. I think the vulture pieces come in once people get into sticky situations, like you said, with the whole JT and Janet thing, like. Yeah. You saw this happen, you know, you could have spoke about it way earlier, but no, we wait 
how many odd years until there's some more backlash for you to come out and say something because right. you know social justice is more at the forefront now than it is back then. So I think it, it's kind of how some of the white artists deal with, um, you know, issues as they arise can kind of point them one way or the other on the vulture scale. Like if they come in and something happens and they're outspoken about it or, you know, they're donating the campaigns and letting people know about it or they're, you know, just kind of putting their best foot forward, knowing that, hey, I'm entering this black space. You know, I need to be respectful of the culture that people have established for years before I got here. You know, I think I, I take that more positively versus when people come in, and, you know, they're just kind of going along. And then when something happens and their foot's against the fire, they go ahead and try and, you know, backtrack and right. come out with these can statements and stuff. So, but like you said, there's only but so much you can do. I mean, at the end of the day, they're still artists. It's not like they're going to be able to enact, you know, some right. kind yeah, of major politics. change. Exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. You know, the white patriarchy is still going to be going on if JT says, I'm sorry, Janet, or not. So <laughs> I'm not going to fault him for that. But I just, I do think that, um, Swiss has a point as far as like, you know, if you're going to be in here, make sure that you're rocking with the people that rock with you and not only when it's convenient. You know what I mean? Right. So I think JT will still have a, um, he'll still come back because this is a lot of people that like his music a lot. Um, and I know his last album was some trash. So <laughs> I'm yeah, sure he's trying to like, edit I, his I, legacy. I, guess I can see the, dif- see the difference between like him and like, let's say, uh, um, like Bruno, even though Bruno's not a white artist mm-hmm. but whenever he has a chance to like people say like oh he steals the sound of like you know mm-hmm. um which is true like he definitely bringing back that 70s feel 80s mm-hmm. feel but whenever he has an interview he pretty much has the stance of like you know mm-hmm. all music is black music like mm-hmm. you know what i mean we built this joint like it's, it's not like it's not like he's you know just you know trying to take it and not get, pay homage and, and yeah. also he, he's he's not white but he still comes from that place of not saying that being black is synonymous with struggle but mm-hmm. it's still a part of you know the experience if it's not financial struggling it's still you know social Racism yeah, whatever, yeah you know what i mean social struggles and shit that that, mm-hmm. that muffler's got to go through um but yeah, I, I guess I can see the difference on on on, on that mm-hmm. along those lines. I mean, I don't really know Justin's background, but um, I'm sure me neither. I mean, but we know he's been a star since he's been a little kid. So it's like at some point, years, I can't expect money, you to right. be. <laughs> right, right. I know you weren't always moonwalking and potlocking right. and all that kind of stuff. Like you had to learn how to do that after the Disney Club, whatever. <laughs> Mickey, right. Ma- Mickey Mouseketeers and stuff back when he was little. So. Right. You know, I, I don't fault people too much because, I mean, they can't really control, I guess, the circumstance. But my thing is, when you have the opportunity to, like you said, pay homage or, you know, pay something forward, especially to the community that you're entering to help make you money and everything like that. I think the artist should, should go out the way to do stuff, you know, when the opportunity is there and not when it's only convenient. So. Right. Other than that, I'm not gonna fault them too much. Um, I like some of JT's music anyway, so I'm not tripping too bad. But I also think that Swizz did have a point, and mm-hmm. I think we will start to see a lot more scrutiny on white artists going forward. Um, especially kind of like the urban music scene, like you know whether it be R&B or rap and whatnot. Like I think people are kind of tired of folks just coming in making a, a 
shitload of money and then not being there when we need them, which I think yeah, is good. I agree with that, but then I also don't want it to be a thing of like this crybaby whining type, yeah, like attitude. Like everything don't have to be a goddamn racial struggle, man. Like, yeah, I, like I get it. Some things are the way they are, and they just gonna be the way they are. Like I don't want to mm-hmm. hear every time, you know, like if it's some wild shit, like Post Malone, like that's clearly. Mm-hmm. Like, buddy can get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah, yeah that white Iverson shit, and now he's back on, you Rock know. Roll, yeah, it's like, all right, like you definitely just came in here and and, and, and made your little quick couple of dollars, whatever. But yeah. if it's somebody that this is their lane, this is their style of music, this is how they do it. It's just like, all right, just let them, like, let, let them rock. Like, I don't, I don't hop out. Do I think Eminem is the best rapper of all time? No, mm-hmm. I don't. He's not in my top five, but. Mm-hmm. I could say that he's a decent rapper, but I don't mm-hmm. necessarily think that I could I could say, you know, I think he's a guest in what what they consider a guest in the house of hip hop, but I don't think he's like a vulture. You know what I mean? I don't I yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think I would call him yeah. a vulture neither. Especially because yeah, yeah. he's talented. That's another big thing, too. Right. Like are these people kind of just supplanted in there? Like get pushed through. Right, right. So which I mean you could kind of say almost Justin was because look at his upbringing. Like you said, he's a child star. Goes on to a boy band, makes a ton of money with the boy band, wants to go solo. And what was the best course of him going solo? He wasn't really singing country. He wasn't singing no power ballads or anything like that. He went in kind of that like that R and B hip hop vibe, you know, working with Neptunes or whatnot. That so, you know, it's I don't know. It, it depends. It depends. But um, I definitely agree with you too. You don't want to see like um, I don't want to see people overdo it either on the other case like i don't want to see people like you said crying and stuff like that just to kind of make it apparent i'm not asking for people that come into the culture to bow down and like grovel at the foot of every black person because they're white but you know just be aware and act accordingly and i think things will go way more smoothly if everybody just had that in mind you know and like i said when people need you don't be afraid to speak out like don't wait until your foot's against the fire to to say something but That's about it on Justin, man. Hopefully, he can come out with another hit because that man in the wood stuff sucked. So <laughs> yeah, I didn't listen to that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he got to he got to come out with some more heat, man. Who was or that shit. like? Who was that like? Country or some shit or like? Uh, folk, kind of. I don't even know, man. I listened to like three songs and cut it off. That was so long ago, I can't even remember. <laughs> I just remember he had that camo blazer on. <laughs> yeah, I'm cool. But moving on, um, so someone that. Man, if, if you're into martial arts or anything, this person is synonymous with action flicks, um, just fighting in general. Bruce Lee, Be Like Water, you know what I mean? The Dragon. We've seen years and years and years of media directed about uh, Bruce Lee. I don't know how many, uh, shoot, what do they call them? Uh, biographies he's had, movies about his life, autobiographies, books video clips put together about this man um i know he's super popular too if i feel like if you have like a a black relative that's male and over the age of 40 like bruce lee is one of their heroes. right <laughs> like he's everybody's uncle's favorite like he said like, you know bruce was saying you know be like water you got a jab like this not like they're yeah. <laughs> always trying to give you that knowledge about him um but i will say this we've started to see over the years and i think you'll get into this a little bit people kind of look at Bruce Lee, you know, his size and stature and things like that. We definitely know the philosophy is there, right? But we're not going to say Bruce Lee could kick everybody's ass that he was in those movies. 
so this is the this is I feel like Bruce Lee might have one of the top five bogus legacies of all time. <laughs> Let's just keep it a bit. First of all, he can't whoop everybody's ass. Mm-hmm. I'm not letting no man that's five six, five seven, 135 pounds beat my ass. I don't care what martial art you do. I don't care mm-hmm. if it's karate, jujitsu, kung fu. Mm-hmm. I don't care what it is. You 135 pounds. Now, I'm not going to say I could beat your ass, mm-hmm. but you damn sure not about to beat my ass. <laughs> That's number one. Number two, he's not a real fighter. He's never had a professional fight. Mm-hmm. He was raised in Hollywood. Like, he's mm-hmm. not a fighter. Like, how did, like, why would we think that he could beat a real fighter? He has no, when you watch all, when you look at all the rest of the major, like, action hero martial mm-hmm. artists they had real fights wesley snipes will beat your ass mm-hmm. chuck norris will beat your ass <laughs> and i don't even like steven Seagal, but steven Seagal will beat your like young before the ponytail and yeah, before the jeans. ponytail because yeah. i don't know now he might die he might fall out man you hit him too hard that jump the little grease start to fly he's like oh yeah like knock that mustache man, off. had real fights like all these dudes had real fights this dude never had a real fight there's no video of him video of him fighting nobody. There's no professional record. Everybody else has professional records, video shit. Michael Jai White. Mm-hmm. Like these dudes are, are fighters for real. Like this dude mm-hmm. is like a studio fighter. <laughs> well, I don't know. Cause I and see, this is one thing I'm trying to figure out too. Cause I know in one of his um biopic films, like he had a fight with someone on there but i don't know if that was like they added that into the movie just for a dramatic effect or if he actually had an exhibition with this other individual and he's had like demonstrations because there's video of that where he's yeah, going through and video working through yeah. technique but i'm talking about an actual professional fight like he does mm-hmm. not they, they i think there's video of him having like one actual fight mm-hmm. and i don't think it was i think it was like some amateur shit. yeah and it wasn't like a you know what i mean it wasn't a mm-hmm. real fight like he doesn't have when you look the rest of these dudes up they have professional mm-hmm. fighting records he does mm-hmm. not have that. He's been a he was a child star. Yeah. He was groomed by Hollywood. Like he does he's not a fighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think this kind of like a you get a victim of your own sort of legacy. Like, even if you listen to a lot of the interviews that Bruce Lee came out with, I don't even think he is saying that he's necessarily the toughest guy out there or the best. Oh, no, the I'm best. Not he's kind of just saying, okay, this is the technique I have. And he's actually approaching it from look. Y'all got all these styles and stuff. You're constricting your skill and your talent to right. just these One forms right. or these katas. Like, right. you know, be like water. Like, you got to find the most effective way to take down your opponent. Right. And we actually see how that um, philosophy plays out in mixed martial arts, right? When it starts off, you got all these people from different styles and everything. If you look at, like, UFC 1, you got people in geese going out there. Kickboxers, boxers, just straight up wrestlers. Everybody from different walks of life is going. And then you end up having the Gracies come through with the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which is a super effective way of taking the people out, and they just dominate. Over time, you see people start to blend, you know, skills and styles together to where nowadays, you know, it's hard to tell exactly what somebody necessarily is practicing because they're all wearing the same stuff. Right. You got to be a little bit versed in jiu-jitsu. You got to be versed in wrestling. You got to be versed in striking in some form, either Muay Thai, boxing, or stuff like that. And it's really just showing, like, how some of his philosophy has helped, you know, propel combat sports pretty far. Um, 
I think back then, you know, you watch all these kung fu films. It's like, how the heck is this dude taking out a three hundred something pound guy? You know, he's knocking out all these big Bruce, dudes. Bruce Lee is not beating Kareem. <laughs> exactly. Like, let's just come on, bro. Like, exactly. You know, actually the other, have uh, the other real big uh, Asian dude had the real big like brick face motherfucker. Uh, he was in Bloodsport. Bolo Yang, Bolo Yang, or something like that. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, come on, you're not telling me that Bruce Lee is going is going to beat. But come on, bro. <laughs> yeah, Bolo, man, you hit that joke with the the Bolo, pecs. Yeah, the pecs bro, like, you're not with the dust and shit. Come on, bro, you're not going. Nah, come on, come on, man. That's hilarious. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's. I think he's a victim of Hollywood. Like people attribute like all this bad ass to Bruce Lee, which I do think he was pretty cool, and I'm sure. Yeah. If the average dude or something came up to him, like he would probably would watch them. But against a trained fighter, like you said, it's going to be a different story. And we actually have people like on YouTube that go against. Uh, there's a one. There's one guy. I forget his name. But what he'll do is he'll set up fights with some of these martial arts practitioners that swear their fighting style is like the best, and like they're these masters and all this kind of stuff. The dude goes in. He's got good wrestling and good. Uh, kickboxing skills and he'll just go in and attack them boom knocking these dudes out you know and in the fights and it just goes to show like you know people over time in their head they they had fight philosophy all wrong like you get so convoluted with these ideas from hollywood like oh i need to hit this particular eagle strike style and i'm going to incapacitate somebody like no the bigger stronger opponent has an advantage you know what i mean it's, it's certain things that work better than others. And if you're not just standing still in one specific right. type, you have a much better chance of overcoming. Right. Like that's, that's not even just with humans. Like that's the law of nature. nature. Like I had another mm -hmm. argument. I'm probably getting off topic yet. I had this crazy ass argument with my homie. Cause he's going to try to tell me that a, a gorilla, a gorilla can beat a bear in a fight. And it's just not true. Yeah, I like, don't think so. Yeah, he has thumbs, but a bear mm -hmm. is like 700 fucking pounds. Like, mm -hmm. and he's faster than the gorilla. Mm -hmm. It's no way. Yeah, that's it. would be a like, tough fight because you think he's got claws, right? Right. The gorillas can bite, but nature. how often do we see them bite in the wild, right? They're normally swinging and clubbing. These they bears club are used to clubbing too, but they club they eat, moose. Right. They club They're not clubbing they though. Right. But like, <laughs> you're mad, in nature, mass wins. Like, if you're the bigger opponent, Mm -hmm. You win. I don't all that skill shit. Yeah, you can probably you gonna give me a run. Now I'm not saying I could beat everybody else that's smaller than me, but mm -hmm. I would feel like you're not gonna knock me out. Like you're not going like in the movies where you kick. Yeah. It's just like when they have all the little the little small white girls in movies. Like we're supposed to believe that that Jennifer Lopez is taking niggas down. But yeah. you just, like, come on, man. It's some BS. It's some BS. And then even like, and I'm a witness to this, right? Because I just was sparring this past Wednesday with a guy I've more experience with him in um, kickboxing and everything. He just started sparring out, right? So we're going. And, of course, me being more experienced, I have the advantage. But this dude probably got at least 40-some-odd pounds on me. Yeah. Little, not me much shorter than me. So anytime he's hit me, I'm feeling it. And we're not even going right. super hard. So, of course, I can keep him out. You know, I'm jabbing, push kicks and stuff. He's having trouble getting in. But it's like I got to be on my game 100% of the time. The bigger opponent or the faster, stronger opponent, they only got to get through once or twice, and they right. can potentially end the fight. Because a few right. times he did land something, I felt it. Like, oh, that body shot? I'm like, whoa. Kind of made me recoil <laughs> and stuff. I'm like, golly. Yeah. So you really got to be on your A game. And I think people let Hollywood kind of inflate their egos or make them think that, oh, this 
kind of stuff is real. Even if you go into something knowing it's not real, it's kind of like advertising, right? We see ads a hundred, like every few seconds, you probably come across an ad and in your head, you notice an ad, but it's still working. These ads are still working on you. So even though you go into the movies, you're seeing these Kung Fu flicks and stuff, you think, oh, it's not real. Some part of your brain is is absorbing some of the stuff and thinking, oh, okay, this is cool. This is going to work. We it's like when you get into a right. real fight, it's not going to work. Right. We, we Yeah. We want to believe that all this shit, like we, these wild ass moves can can, yeah. can happen in real life and shit. Now, it, don't get like in a train ring, like just like the same thing. What? Well, we can roll it into the whole Floyd and Logan Paul. Yeah. Thing. Floyd like, and Logan Paul. There you go. Yeah, if, Floyd runs up on Logan Paul at a bar. He's gonna get his ass beat. Yeah. There's no even in the fight you see Logan whenever he did hit Floyd, mm-hmm. his body is moving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not he's not a trained fighter. He's had Mm-mm. what three exhibition fights or two exhibition fights or something like that. Yeah. Like he's not no, and it's but there's no way Floyd was gonna knock that guy out. Yeah, he's just so no much, way. he was too big. No way. And if he was even halfway trained as much as Floyd was, that shit wouldn't have got out the first round. Mm -mm. There's no way. Not at all. And you think about it, too. Like, and Floyd was going in and landing some clean shots, but it wasn't really hurting Logan too much. It wasn't hurting him at all. (laughs) Some really clean shots, too. You go back and look, you're like, ooh, dang. You see him sort of turning it on. Right. But you got a guy that's 140 pounds. You got a guy that's 200 pounds. Mm -hmm. It's only but so much damage you're going to do. Yep, and like you said, all the person has to do is get it right once, and that's in that boxing ring. Right. You apply that to the street, you know, the bigger person is going to try and grab you, take you down, do whatever they can. That's, you can't that's, do that's, nothing that's if somebody grabs around you unless you are so skilled in that that you have trained and say, okay, this person got me like this. I know to do this, and I can knock them off balance, which that's some people can't do. Like, if you're skilled enough, you can beat opponents that maybe are bigger than you that aren't trained. But if you got people similar skills and somebody way are. bigger... If I get my grippers on you, you gonna you better pack your fucking lunch. Like <laughs> now, if you keep your distance and you punching me in the head, like I can't fight, I can't fight like that. Like yeah. my hands are slow, mm-hmm. I'm big, my mu- like my shoulders are too wide. Like I just feel the punch coming. Yeah, you see it. But if I get these arms around you, unless you're a wrestler, yeah. Man, if you're a wrestler, I don't, I'm not trained in wrestling. Mm-hmm. But if you even if you are a wrestler, you 135 pounds, you mm-hmm. got to get out the grip to hit your moves. Yeah, like yeah. that's just. I hope but that takes fast. skill though too. Yeah, that takes skill, and that's exactly what we're saying. Like, if I get this body on you, that's it. You just got to deal with me. Like mm-hmm. it's over with. And going back to Bruce, like he's not a big cat. So even if he is skilled, if he's going against somebody that's also skilled and then also has that weight yeah. advantage on him, it's, it's a wrap. Right. We can't say that this dude is going to be beating up everybody. Um, it's just it's just not plausible. Like. Technique works when the other person isn't aware of the technique. Like I've had wrestling, you know, I've done some um, training with that. I was going up against a way smaller guy than me. Like I must, I was way taller. I had a, more weight on me too. But like he knew the moves to hit. I don't know. He yeah, made like a fireman's carry. I'm like, oh snap! Like he was punishing. <laughs> I was like, oh snap! But you know, even later that night, because we were practicing moves and stuff, I went against this giant dude. The dude was taller than me. He must have been at least three hundred pounds. But I was able to get in and use the leverage and shoot, and I was able to take him down. You know what I mean? It just depends. But, again, that's if the skill is not there. Right. If the skill is there and you got equal levels of skill between both people, generally you're going to give it to the person that's bigger and stronger because that's, like you said, the laws of nature. Right. But 
I don't know. I think Bruce Lee gets a bad rap. I think I don't even think he thinks he was a uh, Billy badass. But we gotta let some of these old heads know. Like, look, it's a movie, right? Or it's good. It's good philosophy, but. This person is not going to knock out no Muhammad Ali or something just because right. he knows. Bruce, Bruce Lee would get his ass beat on 15th Street. Like that's, <laughs> that's just what would happen. Like, Across a hundred and twenty. <laughs> yeah. He'd get his ass with. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And we saw that a little bit, like you said, the Logan uh, Paul and the, the right. um, professional fight, the one of the greatest boxers of all time. Like, if he would have gotten that joint with any, like Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. Mike Tyson would have beat the shit out of Logan Paul in the first round. Oh yeah, yeah, he's going to like, embody it. That's yeah. With he the quickness, his chicklets out in there. <laughs> Every time the chicklets <laughs> flying out, what are you talking about? <laughs> they would have turned on the old Mike. Mike. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, but I think. But, do you think it was a smart move for the fighters? I, I loved it. I mean, I'm glad. Anytime yeah, these people can stay move. in their lane, do what they want and make way more money than they would if they had to subscribe to a particular system or go through these promoters or you have to go through us to sanction these fights. You got to go this, all that. These dudes set up the trailer stuff. Yeah, man. It's blazing. They're making a ton of money. Nobody really got hurt at the end of the day. Right. People are entertained. I mean, I, I love it. Right. But I know I know Floyd get a bad rap for like, you know, he can't read and all that shit, but he's mm-hmm. definitely, when it comes to business, when it comes to getting a couple of dollars, he's definitely the, the, the man of that shit. He's definitely the man of that shit. There's exactly. no, I'm not gonna say nobody would thought, but you like this is like the second exhibition, second or third exhibition fight he's taken. Where he's so. yeah, because he took one in he Japan. Beat the Asian kid up in like <laughs> they say he went the little boy. 32 seconds or whatever the fuck that was. Like, oh man. Did you see them talk about the fight? Uh, in Japan, like before they Logan Paul and uh, Florida started, they kind of went through some of his recent exhibitions. Yeah, the 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 Japanese dude was crying. Yeah, he crying at the guy. Like, come on, bro. Oh my but god. I'm not mad at him, man. I'm not turning that money down. Even if I'm no. if I'm Logan Paul, you telling me, even if Floyd does beat me, <laughs> I get ten million dollars for I didn't took ass whoopings for free. For you had to pay after for that. Free, right. I had to pay for the ass whooping. <laughs> so if you're gonna give me 10 M's to, to, to kick my ass, we'll take it. So a night in the drunk tank Oh my goodness! Yeah, I'm not mad at them. Like I hate when people are mad at people getting their money. Like, oh, it's not real. Why? Look, the dude put his body on the line for however many years. Right. Let him make his money. And like you said, people get on him. Oh, supposedly he can't read or nothing like that. How's it look that somebody can't read? Got making way more money than you. A hundred thousand times your net worth. Right. <laughs> like okay. Don't get me wrong. I talk shit. I clown people. That's just what it is. But like. In real life, like this motherfucker's definitely winning way better than I am. Like I don't yeah. have no private jet and 10, 15 cars per house and no shit like that. So he's definitely know. got some shit that I ain't got. And and I respect that. You know what I mean? Regardless if he can read Mary had a little lamb or not. <laughs> oh, like he bought his hairline back, like he just doing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but look, you could tell he sometimes he'd be struggling through these interviews. So he's like, I got like my three little talking points. So I'm gonna just say these. Shit. That's it. I'm gonna get out of here. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm 21. I'm not 25. But I had a good time. But I had a good time. <laughs> oh my goodness, you gotta love it though, man. Anytime these folks look, man, screw the system. Get the money how you can. How you get it? Set up some new industries. I'm sure they're employing a bunch of people. I love it. You know, being creative during the quarantine. And now look, we don't know how long this business might provide. Now we got a lane right. for future generations, other athletes, and maybe 
jump in, make a quick buck, hop out. I didn't see the Ocho Cinco fight. Did you see that when I, I saw I you got saw of it. I was at work, so I caught the tail end of it. When mm-hmm. I got out, I uh, stopped at the bar on the way home, and I saw I caught the tail end of it. I saw the highlights. Uh, I think um, I think Ocho got knocked down one time. <laughs> he trying to he back did, up the yeah, day like, got knocked down one like, time. You don't do that in the <laughs> Wait till the end of the fight. Oh my goodness, that's that's funny, man. I definitely hope they continue on. I want to see some more matchups. We got to get some uh, some more rappers in there. I want to see um, who would be a good one. Dang. I want to see LL go against somebody. I don't think that's gonna happen. He's too old, man. Oh, he too old. Yeah. Hmm, we gotta get some of these people. Yeah. Some of the young, the they young gotta, boys. Hey, the only joint I want to see is him and Jamie Fox. But well, they say <laughs> they're cool. They said they're the cool now, so it's all good. But I definitely want to see that him and Jamie Fox joint. Oh yeah, because Jamie put on some size for this this Tyson yeah, role. I don't know, he might yeah, can hang with him a little bit. Yeah. I think LL is generally bigger than him, but I don't know. We'll see. It's an exhibition, so it's not like they're gonna try and kill each other. But I think LL yeah. definitely would try and knock somebody. Yeah. <laughs> but he said fun. he not. He did an interview not too long ago. He said he knocked Jamie out. Like, yeah, Jamie yeah. Him first. Uh, they were uh arguing about like how shit was going in the um, mm-hmm. like Jamie kept saying, "Don't touch him." And mm-hmm. he just stole him, and then he like he said he he pulled his helmet on any given Sunday. He pulled his helmet off yeah. and then stole him. He said he thought he was playing, but he was he was asleep. Uh, and then they, they broke it up or whatever. So I mean, <laughs> you know, can't mess with Todd, man. Look, no. he's a legend out there. Yeah. I remember he had the story. He suplexed somebody, broke in his house or something. He said he lifted him up over his head and body yeah, slammed him. Some wild shit. Yeah, he take he take it right to Farmers Boulevard on you. That's crazy. It's crazy. But what can you do? Look, man. But hey, any other points you want to get into before we wrap things up? Uh, no, nah, I'm good, dog. Yeah, I think, man, so much music came out over this Friday. Yeah. I'm kind of music fatigued, but I definitely going to go back and listen to some of those projects. Um, hoping we get some more big weeks as the year rolls along. I'm still looking forward to Kendrick. Still looking forward to a few others dropping. So we'll see. I'm yeah. sure Drake's about to pop out at some moment. So yeah, the only other thing I wanted to talk about was uh when you when your ex chick steal your swag. We we wait for Jay to come back and talk about that. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's gonna be that fire. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He coming back powered up, so I'm sure he's gonna have a a few notes on that. (laughs) All right, y'all. But this has been the most recent episode of the Gladiator Cipher Podcast. It's your boy Chris. Um, be sure to follow us, like, and subscribe. We're available on YouTube, Anchor Podcast, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can listen to a podcast. You can check us out. Um, be sure to follow us on Facebook and join the group. Uh, we love to interact with all of our ringleaders out there. So be sure to engage with our posts, you know, comment. Were we wrong for our Bruce Lee take? Um, did you hate the Lloyd Banks project? Let us know in the comments. We love interacting with y'all. But other than that, we'll see you next week. Y'all have a good one. Stay blessed and peace out. All right. Peace.